That's right. It's still summertime here on the Blackcast. Welcome to the one, the only Blackcast. 189, I think, at this point. Woof. Woof. We are getting on in years. Hello, I am your moderator for Panel Blattcast, Christian Blatt, a.k.a. at Christian DMZ. On the other side of the glass, pushing all the pretty buttons, the one and only Captain EO, at Jeff DeRay. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. And sitting behind him, yes, in that way, the one and only Agent Starling. Hello, at Will Sterling underscore. Hey, hey, hey. Now, I know you're bursting at the seams. Was that a racist remark towards yeah. Ken? yep. Whoa, I was I just... I mean, what, what's just going on? What's, what is going on there, uh, Starling? What? Yeah, I mean, what's that? You just spoiled his intro. Did you? Yeah, I know. I was, wow. That's how we let wow. the world know that Ken is here. Yeah, oh, I didn't even see him here. I just... Was just because it's dark in the room, don't say that. I was just no. What? Because he doesn't Once see. Again, when did, where I was when going did the outcome come back? What is going There's on? There's just here? a pillar between us. God. Oh. He didn't wow. see. Wow. But anyway, yes, that is my big announcement. In studio, making his triumphant return to the black cast. Now he's been on the phone a bunch of times, but here in person with us, the one and only Coltrane, on Twitter at Coltrane Leaks. Heyo, heyo! Now, uh, Coltrane, it was very exciting that you were having a terrible experience because I noticed you used Twitter. Oh yeah. So tell our audience. You can take your time. Tell us a little <laughs> bit about how you had a vacation. Interesting choice in song, the beginnings. Yes. But maybe didn't end the way you wanted it to. Yeah. So uh, I went to uh, Saint Croix in the uh, U.S. Virgin Islands. Which is kind of an it's it's an interesting place. The um, it's a very poor place, like a poor island. There's a lot of buildings that like started to be constructed and then didn't finish because they were too expensive to finish. There's like boats that are like sank in harbors and stuff because no one no one can afford to like pull them out. So it's like uh, it's it's interesting, but like all of the the beaches there are amazing. The water is amazing. The um, like the, all the touristy kinds of things to do are really fun. So Saint Croix, I I had a good time. It was uh, it was a really good time. I uh, I'll get into a little more of that uh, later. We'll start we'll start off with the uh, end of the trip. So uh, we we left uh, Saint Croix uh, and we were flying to Miami. And now I understand that reporting on the weather is not an exact science, but I feel like, and like, if you can't tell what the weather's going to be tomorrow, I'll give you the benefit of, okay, it's an inexact science, whatever. But we left at four, we were supposed to land at seven. And by the time we got there, Miami's airport was shut down. So I feel like they should have been able to be like, okay, look. We're not going to be able to actually make it to Miami, so you might want to just like stay here another night. That would that would have been so much easier. But no, they decide to like let us go, and we're on we're on a plane that I swear was like I don't know like twenty five years old. Like it wasn't a tiny plane, but it was like one of those planes that they don't have like uh, they don't have the the TVs at each state at each right. seat. They just they have, have the one, one that comes in. Yeah, and like one every like, three rows. As we all know here on the Blackcast, if it's twenty five, it's way too old. For Bijinski. Exactly. Maybe. Uh, yeah, let's just say for Let's Bijinski. just go there. Let's say that. Oh, are yeah. we all sexist pigs now? How dare you, sir? I'm sorry. Wait a minute. See? Jeff, are you trying to be the resident feminist? You trying to take that title away from William? Well, I want to be something, you guys. I just feel like I get left out. You do. How dare you? You do. But you know what? That's you're, what happens. You're the new resident black You are still, yeah, that's true. Yeah. You're still the new guy. Anyway, so it's yeah. one of those uh, planes that's so old so it should have been, you know, put y- down. Yeah, you just, like, again, not a tiny plane, but you're just like, okay, it's just, it wasn't comfortable. There was, like, one TV that was showing, like, a, re- uh, uh, a replay of, like, Mr. Robot from, like, I don't know, last season, but it was, like, in the middle. So, so it's not even like, oh, you're going to start with Mr. Robot number one. Right. No, you no, have no. to have already seen yeah. a bunch. Exactly. Right. I was just like, Such I'm looking at I'm like. episodic show. I'm just like, yeah, re- it's really? It's easy <laughs> to jump in the middle. This is, this is what you're going to show. Okay. All right. All right, Mr. Robot. <laughs> sure. So, you know, like, I so on the flight, I'm just sitting there, like, I read the in-flight magazine, which, I don't know. Like, I, how, how I managed to actually read that whole thing is ridiculous, because all it is is advertising, but... 
I did. I spent three hours reading it because I'm just like, I, I got to do something. So I, I read it. We get to Miami. We start and we start circling, which anyone who's traveled, you know, when you start circling and you look out the window and you see other airplanes, and you're like, OK, we're circling. We're, we're clearly not landing. So a half hour after we were supposed to land, the pilot comes on. And he's like, well, uh, the weather's a little bad right here. We're going to fly to West Palm Beach and we're going to uh, refuel and then we're going to come back here. Now, you everybody knows that that's like complete bullshit because you like 30 minutes you, you don't need like like planes carry extra fuel for all of these occasions. Like you don't just run out of fuel after 30 minutes and they're like, "Oh, we have to go refuel." They had plenty of fuel. They were just tell they were what they were saying is we're going to West Palm Beach. Anyone who could li- who was paying attention was like, "You're not coming back to Miami." So, you had to go to West Palm that night. Yeah, yeah. So we fly so we fly over to West Palm Beach and then we land. So we land at this gate and um this guy from the ground crew comes on, he's like, um, you know, there were like eight flights that were diverted over here. There were international flights because Miami is having bad weather. So but because of international flights, you guys have to go through customs and so uh but there's only like one gate that we can bring you through customs. So uh, you just have to wait your turn. Now, again, at this point, I'm not an idiot. I've traveled before, and the U.S. Virgin Islands, you don't actually have to go through customs for it. Just as a quick FYI, you don't have to. But, it like, you're sitting there like, um, okay, so you're telling us that we've got to do this even though I know we don't have to. Okay, I mean, like, maybe not everyone on this plane knows that, so all right, I get where you're going. So we're there for like an hour, and then the pilot comes on, and he's like, oh, uh, so this crew has timed out. We are no longer legally allowed to fly. Boo. <laughs> so we'll let you know what's going to happen. So they didn't even, like, not even, like, another crew's coming or, like, But you you're know, on like the plane the whole time. Yeah, oh, yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah. on the plane. I, I thought so, oh, mostly yeah. from your updates, but I wanted to make oh, sure yeah. the audience understood, yeah. So at this point, they they come through and they give us like these information cards. Like you can call, uh, you can uh, like call the information line to like get an update or if you need to change your flight or something. So of course we all call and the people that we talk to all tell us different things. They're one the person in front of me. They were like, "Oh, you guys are gonna get bust." Then like the then I was told that another crew was coming and they were gonna fly us there which, again, I knew wasn't happening because I knew at that point Miami was closed, but they were telling me that. Um, the person Then someone else was like, oh, you guys are on your own to get back to Miami. Like, uh, we're, we're not going to get you back there. So it was just, like, a complete chaos and, like, you know, this, we're only an hour in at this point. So people are annoyed, but, you know, they're mostly okay. So they, you know, the crew starts coming through with, like, uh, like they let us all stand up at this point which, again, is how you know you're going to be there for a long time. So uh, they come through. They're giving us the pretzels. They're giving us uh, water. And, you know, like one hour turns to two. And, you know, oh, well, the pilot comes on. Well, uh, we're still waiting to hear something. Uh, As soon as, uh, you you know, you guys have to go through customs. So you're only pre-cleared to go through customs in Miami and Fort Lauderdale, but nowhere else, which, again, is a ridiculous notion. If you're pre-cleared to go through customs, then guess what? You're pre-cleared to go through customs anywhere. Like, it doesn't make any sense. You can only be, go through uh, one gate. That's it. Only one airport. Sorry, guys. It do, it's, it's completely illogical. But they kept saying it, and, you know, half the people on the plane were just like, oh, that sucks, but they were dealing with it. And the other half of us were like, that's kind of bullshit. So we're trying to figure out what's going to happen. So eventually uh, they run out of food and water on the plane. This is actually happening. They actually ran out of food and water. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. And Jimmy Stewart and Flight of the Phoenix. You had to get it. You had to get that plane going again. I don't. I actually don't know that movie. Okay, I was just say, I'm unfamiliar with that. Old man Will. Old man Will with his references. You did. How are you telling me you ran out of at, peanuts? At what point during this ordeal did you take to Twitter? Because it seems it's kind of an uncharacteristic move for you to take to Twitter. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a funny sort of thing. Like, you're just sitting there, and again, there was no entertainment. Um, I had already read the magazine. Um, I was annoyed, and I'm just like, well, 
This is kind of what Twitter's all about. This yeah. is exactly what Twitter's for. I know this is how I knew this happened because I'm like, wait a minute, Coltrane's <laughs> tweeting? So, yeah, I just figured that this is the time to start tweeting because then I could just sort of say the things that I didn't really want to say like on the plane because you don't want to like be the one who's getting everyone like riled up. But I was just like... And look, you needed to up your Twitter presence because I'm going to admit, you're down to 9,377 followers. So that's at Coltrane Leaks. I mean, it was like 16K at one point. I what? was actually like 23K for a while. Okay, but, you're probably you know. right. Yeah, um, in fact, I'm too. sure. But what happened? Did the spam bots uh, move on? Did you do something to a spam bot that uh, they don't like you anymore? <laughs> if only I knew. Don't uh, worry. I started following a bunch more porn stars. Now, okay, so I'm that, sure that'll that that's always gonna, help. Yeah. It's going to like up my game a, l- so, a little bit. So I'm told that that always helps. Yeah, it does. It does. So okay. yeah, again, so then the pilot comes on. This is, we're like three and a half hours deep at this point. He comes on. He's like, okay, the whatever whatever uh, the vehicle is that comes over and hooks up to the plane to like wheel you to another gate. Oh, they're coming. I can see them attaching to us right now. 30 minutes later, he comes on. He's like, I don't know why they left, but they (laughs) hooked up and then left. And no one is telling us anything. And again, in this time, there's there's large gaps when no one is telling us anything. And then periodically, like there's these two grounds crew people who would like come on and just be like, Sorry, guys. We we just have to get you through customs. We can't let you off the plane until you get through customs. And again, it's just like okay, this is this is bullshit. But at a certain point, we realized that they they kept saying it because there's now the passengers' bill of rights. So, which after four hours they have to let you off the plane. Yeah. Um, and the there are loopholes, and one of them is like if you have to if it's a legal reason, like you have to go through customs. So that uh, they can. So still, they kept you yeah. for, I believe, from Twitter. What ended up being six and a half hours. Six and a half hours. So eventually, they, you know, they come back, and the pilot's like, "Okay, we're, they're hooking up again. We're gonna, br- they're gonna bring us over." So they brought us over, and we get to the new gate, and then like we're just again sort of sitting there for like ten minutes, and we st- people stood up, they took their bags down, then the flight attendant comes back through and is like, "Okay, everyone, just just sit back down, put your bags up." And as soon as the last person put their bag back up, the pilot's like, "Okay, you guys can go." So it was like it was so it was like that flight attendant just I was like, "Just shut up. You're so uh, annoying." So, so of course, we get off the plane. Off the plane in West Palm where you don't belong. Right. And uh, anyone who's traveled international knows that when you get off a plane and you have to go through customs, there is passport control. It's you can't physically get into the airport Correct. without going through passport control. Did we have to go through passport control? No. No, As you a matter did not. of fact, we did not. And and again, they sort of prepped us for this by saying, well, you guys are going to have to go get your bags and then go through customs, which again, is, anyone who knows anything knows that's bullshit. That's not, yeah, how, that's it not how it works. So because if it worked that way, just think of all the weed you could have brought back. I, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm just saying, anyone who wanted to do anything bad, that's exactly how they would do it. So we get off, we go down to the. Uh, Sorry, that was for get off. Uh, I knew. <laughs> we go down to like baggage claim, and you can just you know you you see baggage claim, and then there's the exit doors. You see people who are waiting for a flight from Charlotte, and you're like, this. This whole thing was nonsense. And of course... But to be fair, there should be passport control for people coming from Charlotte. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Just... Absolutely. So we you know, we get down and like, there's some people who are trying to get into customs, which and they're going in the exit door because we couldn't actually get in from where we were. And they're trying to find out. And the, the customs people are like, you guys were in the U.S. Virgin Islands? And they, they're like, yeah. Like, you have your bags? And they were like, yeah. They're like, you don't need to go through customs. <laughs> so, so, of course, everyone's pissed. We're trying to find the buses that are going to bus us back to Miami. And, and you also need to find the person you need to murder. Oh, my God. I wanted to kick that guy in the nuts so bad. And he was like, because it was the one ground screw guy. It was the only one there. I asked him where the bus was, and he's like, I, it should be outside. Not even it's outside. Should be outside. Should be outside, because I don't give a shit to look into it. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, we, we go and we're like waiting for the bus. And of course, the one, like the one bus fills up because it's first come, first serve and it's gone. Yeah. So then we, they, they managed to get a second bus there. And while the second bus is coming, I called the information line again. And I just like, I just started talking to this, this customer service woman. And I'm like, look, I'm like, I, you know, like this has just been such a horrible experience. You guys are, you guys have done nothing but lie to us. You kept us on an airplane for six and a half hours. You, you ran out of food and water. 
And like she's she's really this is the first nice person I dealt with, and she's trying to be helpful, but it's like I was like, just get me on an earlier plane back to Boston. And like she's looking, she's like, I can't. The earliest one we have is twelve thirty, and it's like, oh, you mean the flight that I'm already on? Thanks, for thanks that. for getting me on that plane that, that I'm already on. Yeah. I was like, I, you know what? I was like, you're you're really nice, and I'm not gonna sit here and yell at you. I'm not gonna curse at you, but I'm gonna stay you're on really the phone nice. with you. I respect what you do. I like what you do. <laughs> I, I, I was like, <laughs> I'm like me. Stay. You're starting to sound yeah. like me now. I yeah. was like, I'm gonna stay That's, on the phone you, with you. You sound like Will at a strip club. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I just want whoever's listening to this call because I know they monitor these calls. I want you guys to know how awful you are. This is the worst airline ever. Which airline was it? American. Okay. I think Don't you said, ever, but I just oh, wanted yeah. to make sure oh, I yeah. got out there. Yeah. I was like, I am so disgusted <laughs> with, with everything about this that I am disappointed that I signed up for your frequent flyer program. And she's like, I, you know, we're so sorry. Is there, you know, you can just, you can email customer service. And I was like, why? So you guys can pretend that you care and give me some voucher for a free flight. You know what? That would mean I'd have to talk to you guys again. <laughs> and I'm not even willing to do that for a free flight because you'll screw that up too. So I want nothing to do with you. You guys already have my money for this flight. I'm going to deal with that. But you're awful. You all need to know just how awful you are. And that's why you are the worst rated airline. Nobody likes you guys. You're terrible. It is all because of this. And I just, like, for 10 minutes, I'm just sitting here going like that. And You are again, the Rebecca Black of airlines. <laughs> How dare you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was but for I, Will. Yeah, I know it's Friday. <laughs> I don't care. Um, and so I just, I was, like, just so annoyed. So we finally get to Miami. We we pull into Miami at, like, 4.30 in the morning. Now how long, so wait, how long, of, roughly how long a bus ride is that? Is it... It's like an hour and a half. Okay. So, I mean, it's, it's not short, but it, it could be worse. Yeah. Right. But of course, like the bus we're on, like has a broken air conditioner, so it's like frigid oh, cold. And of course, like I, like my sweatshirt is like in my bag underneath the bus. Of course, it is. Ugh. So we get to we get to Miami, and it's because Miami was closed the night before. Not only are all of us that just got from West Palm Beach, and I mean all eight flights that that were yeah. diverted over there, everyone who was stuck there is trying to get on a plane. It was such oh, madness. Oh my god! It was, and at this point, I, I had been up for like thirty hours. It was, I was so not happy. Um, you know, we were, and I couldn't even, like, I was so tired that I couldn't even sit down because I knew I would fall asleep. And like, I, I went to get food at one place, and then I left my bag there because I just didn't remember that I had a bag. Sure. It was like, it was just crazy. Like, I was so overtired. Um, at like nine in the morning, I saw Abby Wambach. And I was hey. like, I was like, wow! I would totally go over and get a picture with you, but I look completely cracked out right now, and that's probably not what she needs. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't need the yeah. scary guy in the uh, airport <laughs> to come up and be like, "Oh my god, you're so, so talented! You're so awesome!" Does yeah. the twelve thirty flight take off on time? It or did. roughly. It did, but this is this is like where, of course, like nothing can be easy. So I I check the board. I see what gate I'm going to. I get to that gate. And, you know, I'm there. It's at, like, 9 o'clock. My flight is at, at 12.30. And there's a flight before me that's come going to Chicago. And I'm there for, like, 40 minutes. And then they come on, and they're like, um, so the co-pilot to the Chicago flight is delayed, and he's not <laughs> here yet. So this flight isn't taking off until 12.20. So I'm just like, okay, so power of deduction means that clearly my flight is not going to move be somewhere else, yeah. But did they announce that? No. No. No, of oh. course not. So I get up, I go to the board, I try to find out where it, like, it took 20 minutes from the update the board, and then I had to walk, like, back to where I was originally, which was, you know, a long walk. Miami is not a small airport, and this was a no. long walk back. So I go back, and the gate that I'm, that I, that they told me to go to has, like, everyone there is waiting for a flight to Jamaica, and on the board it says, uh, or on, like, the screen it says Grand Cayman. And there's nobody there. And there's nobody at any of, like, the gates around it. So you can't even ask anybody. And everyone that kept coming up just kept thinking they were going to a different destination. So it was just, like, they didn't make any announcements or anything. Finally, like, an hour before, like, at 1130, like, pilots came over before the gate check person was there. The pilots came over, and they were, like, and someone came up, and they were just, like, I'm so tired. Where is this plane going? And, like, the, the pilot just kind of looks smiling because he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. And he's just like, you going to Boston? And she's like, yes. And he's like, then you're all set. 
and and she was like so happy and we're like the people that overheard were really happy and everyone else that kept coming like the the gates the gates kept saying that Jamaica and Cayman Islands were at this gate so everyone's confused I I didn't care at this point because the pilots were going to Boston so I was like screw it and at this point if I have to go to the Cayman Islands or Jamaica I don't even care anymore I, I just want to go there's, somewhere there's worse things you know than than that for sure you know? yeah so finally get like uh, get on the plane head back and you know it was like landing back in Boston was just so nice because my car was there waiting. It was oh. just like, hey, hey, buddy, I'm here to hang out with you. Now, that sounds like a terrible ordeal. And yes. I actually know of something that would have made it worse. And Agent Starling, you're going to be interested in this. Mm-hmm. Something that could have happened on that flight that would have made it worse. A monkey could have gotten loose. Oh, There was a flight <laughs> to Las Vegas where a quote-unquote support monkey got loose inside the cabin after being taken on board by a passenger. So, uh, first of all, the most interesting thing about this story, of course, is that there are support monkeys. There was a a Simpsons episode a good 20-plus years ago where he had a helper monkey. Right. And that was hysterical. But apparently, it's a thing now. And this was a Frontier Airlines flight, which, if you haven't flown on them... Even after your experience with uh, American, you might still fly American before you flew Frontier. Airlines. No, because I expect that Frontier Airlines. Fair would be enough. A you know that's airline, a good point. So I, you know, I'd go with it. Yeah. So, I, um, you know, monkeys are apparently included in the list of animals, along with domesticated dogs and cats, rabbits, guinea pigs, hamsters, or small household birds that can be taken on flights for free. Now. I don't even care about the support part because, look, I know people who have actual support dogs and support animals, and then there are plenty of people that just do it. They get a doctor to, like, write a note. But how is it going to help your flight to have a rabbit, guinea pig, hamster, or bird? We're not even going to get to monkey just yet. Right, right. How does that help? Will, do you feel like any of these animals will actually ease the uh, traveling experience for someone? No. That was a, I like it. Those are very like firm. Because uh, Dave is an emotional support animal. Yeah. Te- uh, well, technically. Do- See, dogs I get. And uh, we can't take that guy in public places. You can't take. Well, because he's fucking crazy. Right. In a good way. Uh, Captain he'd try e- to kill other animals. Captain EO, can you understand why somebody would bring a monkey as a support animal on a flight? No. Uh, it's just a bad idea. And I think it's an obvious bad idea. Um,. I mean, I, if it's a legitimate support animal and all that stuff, I mean... But it's a monkey, for God's sake. What's he going to do for you? I don't know. Does it? Is it calming to have him fling his shit at your face? I mean, maybe. What's, I don't know. Well, well, what size monkey was it? Was it an ape or was it a monkey? No, this is like... Like Ro- a chimpanzee? Like Ross from Friends had that monkey. Yeah, Marcel. like a spider monkey. Yeah, yeah. By the way, spider monkey, a monkey that's bitten by a radioactive spider... I feel okay. That would actually comfort me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't know if you remember that incident that happened kind of recently, where that guy was climbing up Trump Tower, and we were all calling him the human fly, or some people were calling him a human fly. Yeah. And then I was like, "But don't flies fly? Like, <laughs> don't yeah, other so insects it, it, crawl it, it, things and flies yeah, right. fly? Isn't yeah. he a human spider, not oh. a human fly?" Uh, anyway, I just think that as bad as your flight was, Coltrane. There were no monkeys on the flight. Now, obviously, if Liev was here, he would say something. But Liev is not here. Exactly. Thank God. We're going to leave that part of it alone. However, I just want to say this. If you're at the point that you need a support monkey, Mm. then you don't need to be on an airplane. I I mean, I absolutely agree with that. Listen, I get like support cats, I get support dogs, but seriously, a support monkey? I don't know what he's doing. That's that's a part I don't get. I just yeah. feel like I feel like at a certain point, like you have to outweigh you have to like weigh the like the comfort of everyone else on the plane versus you. And if you can't get by without your support <laughs> monkey, then guess what? Don't fly. That's all I'm saying. Drive. That's all. You know, yeah. maybe your monkey. You can teach your monkey to drive, so your monkey can drive oh, man, you. That would be sweet. I there mean, you that go. Monkey and Grandma's boy was pretty good driver. I love Grandma's boy. Actually, that was an ape. That was a chimpanzee. Sorry. You know, <laughs> you know who could drive my car, Captain Eo? Chimp oh. the fireman. Ooh, Chimp the fireman. Excellent driver. He was indeed. 
Uh, and well, he knew how to smoke cigars. Well, Coltrane, you're you're in town for a couple of weeks, so we'll have you around for uh, more black casting in the future. So we will uh, pick up on some more uh, vacation stuff in the very near future. All right, now comes a very important part of this black cast. The time of the black cast where we... Find out how much Agent Starling loved Suicide Squad, and uh, Jeff Homer. and I will chime in. And, uh, Will, your wait, thoughts on Suicide you, Squad. Wait, what did Jeff say? I said Homer. Oh. Yeah. Why Homer? You're a DC Homer. It's kind of apparent from everything you say. What is there. a Homer? Is that a sports thing? It's yeah. a sports thing, yeah. That mean? It so if like you're, you're an, a hometown, yeah. you're the home team fan, so you're going to yeah. see everything through that And lens. a lot of announcers, yeah. like, they, a lot of announcers like will root, <laughs> William, William, what? 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 I can't see you because Jeff's head is in the oh, way, so I, I have hit. to talk to you uh, sternly. Yeah. Uh, a lot of uh, announcers for home teams, they're considered homers because they're actively rooting for the team. Oh. There's this guy named Hawk Harrelson who uh, announces for the Chicago White Sox and if uh, an opposing batter strikes out, he goes, he gone! Huh. And if a ball might go out, he's going, stay up! Stay up! He's like ca- trying to call bear- balls foul. Very unobjective, but people love him. That's Chicago. Well, what about got- Harry Carey for the Hey! Uh, he as, he barely knew what was going on in the game, Harry. Yeah. As yeah. an editor, my favorite is uh, the Yankees guy, John Sterling. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, John Sterling. It is high. It is far. Name. It is an infield ground out. It is high. <laughs> it is far. It is caught by Beltran in right field. Next batter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's he's the worst, actually, uh, John Sterling. But anyway, mm-hmm. this is not a conversation about sports. Yeah, you're fucking right. It's not. Those upset Homer sports Will. points. Jeez. <laughs> uh, sports. So, William. Yeah. Suicide Squad. If yes. you had to give it a letter grade on a report card, uh, what would you give as a grade? I would give it a B. Solid B, no plus. Yeah, solid B. Not a B minus, not a B plus. I give it a B. I don't disagree with that grade, to tell yeah. you the truth. And I, I am I, not I am not I a DC do. homer. Yeah. Uh, I, I enjoyed it, but uh, there there were definitely some issues. So uh, Tell me more about how much you hated it. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if you were on that uh, DC Movie News show that my friend Roxy does yeah. on Popcorn Talk, no, 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 by saying that you gave it a B, everyone would be like, I can't believe you hated it. Like a what? B, yeah, no, no. Wait, it, did it, they love it that much? They love everything. They're, I told no, you one Roxy of those. And I've gone into arguments I about. Told shit. you, she hated a bunch of Batman vs Superman. Yeah. I was like, come on. No, it's the other people on the panel. That's what I'm talking about. The oh. other people on the panel. There was a guy who would see Batman vs Superman. I don't think he saw it every day because I'm exaggerating. It was in the theater. He'd see it every week though. Wow. He, he kept, while it was in the theater, he would go again. Wow. So I mean, love a, props, bro. Yeah. For being I mean, a real DC Homer, yeah, that's <laughs> I, like I look. I think things in that script. I mean, we're not talking about Batman Superman, but yeah. But I, actually, I, real I quick, say, real quick, what letter grade would you give the theatrical version of Batman Superman? Just by way for of me, comparison, yeah. A. For you, for you, it doesn't matter what anybody for me, else. It's thinks. an A. Okay, yeah. great. So that's an A. This is a B. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, you're saying something about the script of Suicide uh, Squad, though. Oh no, no, well, I'm saying like I'm not. I try not to be an apologist. You know what I mean? Like even Batman vs Superman. Like I actually thought that. I actually think that's a good script. I'm not like fucking around. You know what I mean? Like when I talk. About about stuff like I actually think that they intended stuff that makes sense to me, but people are like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, I think it's there. I think, but Suicide Squad had a is little. Is there one point that you're issues? Sorry, like that you were speaking to specifically. Um, one, the lowest thing for sure. I don't think that that's such a stretch that she would make that assumption to do that thing. Oh, also, the spear. The spear. Yeah, yeah. I think we just like giving. You, I know. Yeah, I know. So, but everybody yeah. said giving you shit. Everybody for said that. Now the the, Mar- the Martha paper, stuff is real. The I Martha think, stuff drives me crazy. But the spear we talk as I much think about. The because Martha of, thing yeah, on yeah. paper reads better than it plays on screen. Martha. I also felt the second time I saw it on the Ultimate Edition, yeah. it flowed a lot better. I'm actually really more. Sense. There's just more to it. I'm really you know excited to watch the Ultimate Edition, which Jeff was kind enough to loan me. All right. Okay. Sorry. We're not talking about Batman vs Superman. Yeah. The Squad. Um, as a whole, I thought it was great. You know, what I mean, like, I mean, as as far as entertainment goes, uh, it's to me, it's a bit like DC's like Guardians of the Galaxy. I know a lot of people are like, "What heresy!" But obviously, as I'm not a Marvel homer, so there are plenty of things about Guardians that I was like, oh, "That's average." But I would still call Guardians like a B. What? I'm sorry. I love Guardians. Uh, Guardians an A to me. Okay, solid. I, I, I would a. say that's it's a, an A minus for me, but I did I did B really like it. Yeah. Uh, See, one uh, music is important to me, and yeah. Guardians nailed the music. Okay, so that's that's a huge improvement. Well, and I I felt like in terms of like a cohesive 
feeling for a team, Guardians did a much better job. Well, I like when suicide. I made a comparison. I watched Jeff's face yeah. immediately. <laughs> well, he shift. turned around. Yeah, like, he was like, he, he uh, was looking whoa. forward, and now I'm he's looking you right in the there. eye. Let me yeah. stop you right there. <laughs> I'm going to let you finish. Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy had the best music I, video of all time. I'm going to let you finish. Yeah. But, uh, so anyway, <laughs> since you mentioned the music, by the way, sorry uh, Taylor, <laughs> I saw I saw Suicide Squad with my wife. Yeah, and she pointed out. I mentioned this to Will on a text, but. It was distracting to her. She thought that the the soundtrack was way the too soundtrack? loud. No, it was so loud she couldn't understand dialogue at times. Yeah. And not just Killer Croc, who I will talk about a little <laughs> later. But uh, you know, he was hard to understand to begin with. But sometimes Racist. the music was just so loud that the dialogue was buried. You would think that they were embarrassed by the movie. The soundtrack was a good selection of songs, but there were too many played in the movie. True. And it was like it felt like Zack Snyder. It felt like Watchmen. Like when I that's what one thing I hated about Watchmen was I was like fucking you score like I didn't have to have a actual song like you in every moment because they that, would just go from one song and then as soon as they would change scenes to another song. And do you think like, that Hans Zimmer reserve. could have uh, composed a piece called Blue Dong for Watchmen? Probably. Yeah, it would yeah. sound great. By the way, you yeah. know it would. It would just sound. Here's like how a, it goes. <laughs> no, it's instead of instead of instead of blong, it's dong. <laughs> All right, we keep stepping on uh, Will's thoughts, which um, is what we do here. The thing at the is, is what I look at for in most movies, which is why uh, I'm like, you know, even movies that are B's or C's to me, I'm like, what do they endeavor to do, and do they at least succeed for the most part? And the thing that I liked about it, that I thought it succeeded, at, even though it was still clunky, was the characters were all likable. Uh, for me, at least, they were all likable. They all had not all of them, but a lot of them had little things that kind of tethered them to humanity, and they had some nice scenes and nice reveals about uh, who they were thematically, what they wanted, what their hopes and dreams were, and this whole thing of like, yeah, they're bad guys, but they're still people. They're, you know, what I mean, like maybe they're not all bad. There's certain things that uh, make them bad. There's just a whole lot of little factors that I appreciate the attempt. Even though it came together a little clunky because I still thought there were some good moments in there that I remember being like getting choked up at one moment in particular being like, shit, this is real. Well, we're going to spoil it yeah. as we're officially oh, so saying what, what right moment? now. The spoiler when, curtain when, uh, comes down when right now. he throws now. down the letters in front of Deadshot. And I oh, was yeah. like, oh, fuck. That is fucked up, by yeah. the way. Uh, yeah. Before we start getting into specifics, uh, Jeff, your overall thoughts on Suicide Squad, which tell our audience when you saw it. I saw it last night <laughs> because you knew we were going to Because talk I was about like, it. "Oh, we're talking about it tomorrow. I should fucking go see that." <laughs> I like that you like but you were just like you had time to do it. You were just like, oh, "You know, just jump out." You no, you weren't here until 3 o'clock in the morning? I wasn't. Um it's because mostly my personal life consists of hiding out in my room and not socializing because <laughs> I don't like people. Oh. That's a bummer. At least you tolerate us. That's true. Nah. It's because I bring you chip witches. It's you know what the real truth is is that I I won my fantasy football league and had extra money and bought a PS4 and now I have ah. no incentive to leave. My <laughs> <laughs> this is my family now. So, it's true. <laughs> but you went to see uh, Suicide Squad. I did. Yes, uh, I went with last night and I thought it was enjoyable. I think B is a solid B B minus. Uh, it was I feel like a lot easier to watch and understand. Uh, the nuances of the movie, mm-hmm. knowing the characters, because sure. the two people I was with did not know the characters very well, right. and I found myself giving a lot of explanation to them after the fact, mm-hmm. which helped them understand the movie better. Right. So I feel like that's why it's having such a hard time critically, because it's like, hey, you're looking for broad appeal and you're not succeeding. Mm-hmm. Um, I it, not to not to get too much into specifics. My biggest problem with the movie was the Joker. I was mm-hmm. in no way menaced by him. Yeah. I was not scared. I was just like, I'm still not everything that he did was so predictable. It was so obvious. Yeah. And I think that's the opposite of the Joker. The Joker should always be surprising you. Right. Uh, Will, I yeah. know from what you said online, you were also similarly disappointed by the Joker. Just yeah. speak specifically to the Joker at uh, this point. It's just like growing up with that character specifically, even fucking Cesar Romero's version of the Joker. <laughs> Like, there's something delightful about the Joker that, yeah, we've seen him crazy, but, like, as people get older, the Joker's obviously become more homicidal because adults are reading comics more these days than kids. But the thing that I always liked about the Joker as a kid and growing up is, like, one of my favorite episodes of Batman the Animated Series is is the Joker kidnaps a bunch of people and sets up this whole fucking thing where Batman has to come and rescue them and we can assume, like, maybe he killed people. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, and Batman gets there 
and Joker just has a whole trap set up to pie him in the face. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole purpose that, of his whole th- thing. That is pretty like, great he because he kills people and goes crazy just to pie Batman. And that's I'm like waiting that's for so that much version better. of no, Joker. No, I was just going to say like I, the method I, acting, I can't say like, that I remember that episode of the animated series, but it's great because that is all of the elements of the Joker on yeah, display. Right. There's all the terrible parts that sometimes get focused on a little too much. Yeah. But then there is also, oh, you know, he is kind of like a silly clown and right. he's, he's going to do that clown. just to see Batman get a pie right. in the face. Right. You know, what is interesting uh, today, this morning, I saw there was some article that was like, Die Antwerp believes that they ripped them off. That no. the Joker and Harley are super That's similar. David to- Ayers. That's David Ayer. He's done that grungy gangster I shit. I understand. Uh, I do see where they're coming from, though. Okay. Because the dynamic between the two of them is very similar to the whole Die Antwerp thing. Uh-huh. Uh, and yet... I think I I think of Die Antwerp as giant pussies, so that's why I was probably <laughs> like, yeah, that makes sense. They're also obnoxious fucking D people Antwerp. trying to D whatever they are. Exactly, and you're like, fuck you, yeah, more. fuck them even harder. <laughs> I'm purposefully doing it. Right, suck a dick. I don't D. know. I don't. I mean, suck I a D. I don't really. <laughs> I don't really like care about the design aspect of it, but like, the, I don't know, like the grill. I mean, the, the, I mean, design aspect as far as like pissing off Die Antwerp. I don't really give a shit. And what, everybody else's but it wasn't just the design. Fine. It's the dynamic. It's right. It do, but that doesn't play to the Joker, I don't think. They're like tattoos, like kind of thug thing, which is just weird. And I understand that Jared Leto like was Mr. took it very seriously, like method acting, like sending people dead rats and used condoms and shit. Didn't work. But exactly. <laughs> I'm like, but it fucking doesn't come across at all. Like, I feel like it's hard because inevitably with this type of character, like, it wasn't that long ago that Heath Ledger, like, fucking totally changed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that was appropriate for that version and that that Joker. Mm-hmm. It just worked because we had the time to kind of build it and he was just, like, a lone maniac. You know what I mean? But you could have built off of that. Right. You could easily have taken that character and built on it, just like you said. Right. We could have had all that terrifying homicidal elements of Heath Ledger's Joker. Right. And Jared Leto could have been like, look, I can sample from all these people before me and create this new thing of terrifying homicidal. Is he going to, like, cut this woman's face off and wear it like Hannibal Lecter? Right. No, he's going to cut this woman's fingers off and then use them to make, like, a clapping machine. Right, like, right, right. Something That's, ridiculous. I mean, I've always seen the Joker as, like, the, the chattering teeth wind-up thing. You know yeah. what I mean? But then they explode use, or they like, bite you. like, take somebody's actual teeth. Yeah. Like, do something horrifying and terrifying. Take a page out of, like, the American Horror Story book with it. I feel like would have been better. Like a psychotic clown like that would have been better than this bullshit like wannabe gangster. Right. Like the whole scene with Common, you know he's going to shoot him yeah. as soon as he walks in and sits down because it's like, yeah, Joker's real tough. And people I don't remember in the credits. Girl, I was like, like, okay. Common was in this movie? Yeah. I like didn't even realize that here. That mm-hmm. was him for a second. Yeah. There was just a lot of stuff in this movie. My my big assessment of it when we were leaving was that it was it was very comic booky in uh-huh. in its storytelling. Sure. So, like, uh, you get all these little flashbacks in the beginning to give you some buildup of who these characters are. That's mm-hmm. a very comic book thing to do. Right. And then never address it again. Just go into the storyline and, right. like, we'll move on from there. And then you've got guys being introduced with no background whatsoever. You're like, oh, he's going to die. Yeah, yeah, Slipknot. <laughs> when they, well, because I kept, I saw, like, little things about Slipknot. Like, he was in none of the marketing. But then, like, Entertainment Weekly released something, like, a couple weeks ago. And it was, like, he was, like, featured as, like, part of the Suicide Squad. And I was like, what the fuck is he doing in this? Because he's, like, a C-string villain. Yeah. And th- so when he was introduced, I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, why is he there? And then when he was died, I was like, oh, good. Because I didn't really want him around. Because I, I didn't really know. Who he I knew was for sure the second he was introduced, I was like, "Oh, he's going to be the one that tries to escape, so right. that they show them that they're serious about their heads blowing." Right. Up. Right. Got it. It. Yeah. I. I like the Batman parts. Yeah, the Batman parts weren't I was bad. Like, oh, Batman. Yeah. I mean, I, I could have. Done- I like the Deadshot stuff. I mean, I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, there's too much." No, Will Smith. Deadshot is the fucking central character of the Suicide Squad. He's always been the central, right? Like, and that's why I knew they, because with, that's the struggle is they tried to make it about Harlequin. No, I th- I saw it as they were playing on all this Joker stuff and the Harlequin stuff mm-hmm. because um, they want those are characters people know. They yeah. can identify them from the old cartoon because right. they were in it so much and they were popular. Right. Whereas. I knew the whole time. I was like, oh, Deadshot's like the main guy. Right. They're just marketing it on these other people because they're accessible. They're characters right. people actually know. Right. That's very true. All right. We're rolling. 
Look, I think that that's all valid. That's all interesting. But what I found fascinating about this movie, the worst thing about this movie was that they kept cutting to scenes from a movie that doesn't exist a movie that would have been much better than this one, the Joker Harley Quinn movie. I kept seeing scenes from that, and I'm like, great, I want more of that. Oh, now we're back to Suicide Squad, which I'm enjoying, but I really want to see more of the Joker Harley Quinn movie. Mm. And I think, you know, it was a very Heath Ledger-esque inspired performance. Yeah. But I liked I liked the different taste, uh, different take that he had just because it's different you know I did I wouldn't want to see him try and do Heath Ledger or Jack Nicholson I'd love to see him try and do Mark Hamill but uh, I think they totally could have sold a Harley Harley Quinn straight standalone movie and it's the story of how she went from Harley and Quinzel psychiatrist yeah. to well that's what I mean Harley Quinn yeah. all yeah. that stuff's yeah. is- I'd interesting watch two hours of that because yeah, Joker would be a main character and have more screen time it yeah. could be and you could play off like a rom-com crowd too well I think they want to do a Harley spinoff they're already talking about it yeah, yeah. it's you know it's in the mix as but- long as Margot Robbie goes full nude I'm in no full what about that nude I want to see I want a Harley and, I want a Harley and <laughs> Ivy movie that was the big Thing you, so you want a Harley Ivy all nude, yeah. all nude Merkin? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Right. For, hey. As long as they bang in it. The at ha- some point. The Harley uh, it's only going to be finger banging. Yeah. They are both uh, full anyway, grown. so the, there's a line in the movie where somebody says something about like, ah, we got 10 pounds of crap in an 8 pound bag. And I was like, oh, he's talking about the movie. Because they just tried to cram so much into it, you know? And a lot of it was good. And I liked the That's characters. I liked the characters, uh, I liked the cast, and I was telling Will this, I love the the ramp-up, everything heading into, you know, putting the team together, basically. Mm-hmm. The Ocean's Eleven part of yeah. putting the team together. Right. And then you get right to the central uh, conflict in the movie, and I'm like, oh, really? It's it's this dancing witch bitch, and yeah. her brother's not dark side like I was hoping. Uh, so, okay, so I don't give a shit. Great. I That was Wait. something... Big. Oh, what was her brother's name? I don't know. I don't know, but he's dead now. No, I know that was kind of the point. Oh, he's so, a central villain in the movie, and, and we never learned his name yeah, other no. than brother. Right. Yeah, right. I know exactly. Which <laughs> is kind of racist. Other, maybe it's just something they created. I'm sure it's They're not. They're just I'm like, sure oh, faceless that, black guy villain, right? Who turns into weird gold giant statue man? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm gonna strange. I'm gonna put this in terms that uh, that Will can understand. I found the threat, the villain, to be very Ultron esque. Okay. You know, where you're just underwhelmed by the bad guy, and you're like, I really wish they'd been put together for a different purpose. Well, that it was... doesn't it doesn't have to be Doomsday, although right. they could have saved him for this movie. But you know, it's just I, I don't know. I w- I don't know anything about Enchantress except you I know, really maybe either, to be maybe don't maybe don't say Enchantress in your sleep, you dumb bitch. But anyway, <laughs> I the thing is, is like there are actually parts of it that I enjoyed, even though I didn't really care for that as the main main antagonist. Like I actually thought. Uh, Diablo had a cool moment and was actually one of the standout characters, like surprising standout characters. And I liked his little transformation because he has that little possession. Like that's a comic book thing, you know what I mean? So like it probably is really oh, yeah. strike. It would strike casual viewers and critics like, what the fuck? He just turns into like a skeleton fireman. That makes no sense because it's, like, it's a comic book thing. It just that's happens. exactly oh, what I was. Yeah, when I said Will, it was a comic book movie, that's comics. what I was referencing. Yeah, exactly. I was Will, like, is such it, a comic Will, is it your usual explanation? Because comic uh, books? Yes, exactly. It's because well, but comic I books. will say that I think it would have been more appropriate for the Suicide Squad to have a threat that was more intimate because they're put together by the government to do bad things. And so to have the Suicide Squad on reserve to take down like a metahuman crazy fucking thing doesn't really I mean they've done it before in the comics but it would ju- it just based on the trailers and stuff I was like I wouldn't mind if they were like if there were tra- some organization was trying to put together some plan to take over the world and some you mean like Hydra or whatever fuck if only they could have taken on Hydra that would yeah, have been there amazing you go. yeah well they have Cobra I think in DC you mean Cobra la 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 or no am I wrong I don't that's know what not Cobra first, but they have Cobra that's mm-hmm. one of their like wait the really shitty health insurance you get after yes. you get fired yeah Huh. Like Cobra Commander Cobra? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cobra Kai? Wait, so they have to fight the uh, the, the bad boy karate kids from the Karate Kid? Yep, yeah. Um, I would watch that movie. Yep. Sweep the leg. So, Zepka! <laughs> uh, you know, look, in general, it was entertaining, but I think I was, I, I let myself get wrapped up in the hype, and I was really excited for this movie. Well, the, and, you know, and, one thing Warner Brothers can do, regardless, even for Batman vs. Superman and Man of Steel, regardless of what people think about them, is cut together a fucking great trailer. Yeah. Trailers for all three of those movies 
movies are absolutely flawless. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely agree. And I don't know this for a fact, but I, I'm going to theorize that part of the reshoots was the scene with all of them in the bar kind of late at a time when you probably shouldn't all be sitting down in a bar having right. drinks and telling stories. Right. I think they wanted to flesh out the characters, get some more jokes. And I think that scene was okay, but it's like, well, it definitely doesn't belong here. I like, like the where it's shot- happening found a binder full of information yeah. and read that information in like 10 seconds um, on the walk from the helicopter up back to Rick Flagg. My photographic yeah. memory just memorized what? this whole binder How do you have info? all this information? Uh, I suppose you got to the part where you found out I fucked her, didn't you? <laughs> so, uh, speaking of uh, earlier of my friend Roxy, uh, her biggest problem was that uh, King Croc was super racist. Killer, Killer Croc? Whatever. I don't care what his name is. Killer Croc. played by a black guy. Yeah, I know. But it's like, I guess it was a little too... Um I don't know. A little, a little too uh, broad of a of a character. I was like, what what can we get you at the end? BT, you know. I don't yeah. know. It well, was a, it was an observation I hadn't thought about. Um, but it's funny because I didn't think of him as being black. I thought of him as being a you know crocodile. I mean, I know he's a black actor, but yeah. like I just assumed that the guy who is Killer Croc is like a black guy. Like yeah. just over the years as he mutated or whatever the fuck happened to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't That's, know. I like By that the way, they're, th- they're, th- they were just like, this is a product of. Nurture. Yeah. People treated him bad, thank, so he turned into a fucking monster. Uh, crocodile. I, I'd like to thank them for not explaining it because I didn't give a shit. Yeah, you know, well, maybe that's the thing. Is it's supposed yeah. to be like he has a skin disease? Um, like, so on, on the whole, uh, I, I have psoriasis. I thought, I thought that uh, Deadshot was uh, was definitely the best character. If yeah. somebody's going to get a standalone movie, obviously, yeah. uh, Wiki Wiki good, Wild uh, Wild West, stand out old school Will Smith moments in there. Yeah, which. Uh, this we, is his best movie in a little while. Yeah. Jeff and I very recently talked about how yeah. it's been a while, and yeah. we were not disappointed. Well, I listened I, I, to the last broadcast. Yeah, I know. I know. But uh, so we have... It's pretty strange! <laughs> but we have... Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so Coltrane, you've been quiet throughout all of this, which is uh, appreciated, but uh, I, I feel like we bored you. So you have not seen Suicide Squad. What are your thoughts about the movie having not seen it? Well, uh, I think that the uh, subtle racism of uh, Killer Croc is troublesome. <laughs> yeah, troublesome. Yeah. As um, you should, as you should. You know, uh, I, I, uh, I, I think it was Will's observation right there. I didn't, I didn't think of him as a black guy. I just, <laughs> you don't you know, see color. That's Will. a black actor. No, 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 I'm just saying that's Will, and that that's why you're so lovable. I'm such a racist. I was saying why you're lovable, but oh, if you want to say were, that's why you're going, I to I thought be you were racist, saying that's then, why it's hmm. bad that I said that. I was like, oh. No, I was actually like the, these two are talking about like the subtle racism there, it's and you are like, I just saw you know it was just yeah, a black no, guy. Well, I like, it bothered me not at all. I was like, oh, he's a black guy. Yeah, yeah I am just saying. Well, wait, you <laughs> so know, way to make something sorry, so nice, sorry, into something so look, awful. Look, I was worried. Ah, uh, look, I want to uh, see uh, if it helps. I hated that he was black. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you and That's Bansky not surprising. Both. Uh, what were you going to say, Coltrane? No, I uh, I really want to see uh, Margot Robbie in those shorts because yep. that uh, yep. looks pretty great. Um, sure. You definitely want to see that, by the way. It was you know, my friend's dad who did all the post-production making her shorts shorter. Nice. Is that no. true? It's a true story. Uh, it made them shorter? Yeah. I, uh, nice. I'm i just going to say, I I could have used them a little shorter. Yeah. <laughs> I could have, too. Just a little bit. Like I said, full Merkin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and, you know, this is actually, originally, when everyone started talking about Suicide Squad, I don't, I didn't have, like, the background, the familiarity. So yeah, I me really, neither. Yeah. I had no idea what everyone was talking about. Then I started to see trailers for it, and I was like, okay, this, this actually seems pretty cool. But I felt like there were really, like, a couple of cool characters, and then everyone else was just kind of filler. I mean, and yeah. having not seen it yet, I don't, you know, I, I assume Look, that's probably all, all you need be, to but... know is that there's a character called Captain Boomerang, okay? Yeah, he was there great. You go. He was really good. <laughs> no, he, he was not great. He was, he was neither great nor yes, really was. good. No, he was great. Uh, <laughs> I'll take another Faustus. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> we'll put another flash on the I Barbie. I love Captain Boomerang, and he's such an obscure yeah. fucking weird character. And you know what you're, dumb character. And you know what you're doing right Exactly. Now? I know oh, he's so dumb. There's but guaranteed got to be a deleted you, scene where he comics. challenged uh, Deadshot to like a, some sort of contest, and Deadshot embarrassed him. Of course. That had to have happened, and it didn't. Of course. It was bullshit. Your love for Captain Boomerang is 
just you being a homer, as we talked about earlier. You no, love you some Captain Boomerang. It was the first thing that what's his face as an actor. Jai Courtney. You didn't like, like him as John McClane's son or as Kyle Reese in yeah. uh, Terminator I, I, I Genesis. I couldn't watch more than twenty minutes of Terminator Genesis before turning that shit off. Man, <laughs> I thought that shit was good. That was a quality well, what about picture. When, quality what about picture. when the doctor travels back in time to kill John Connor? <laughs> Which doctor? The doctor. Oh, the doctor. The doctor. Oh, yeah, played by because he's in, he's in that movie as the yeah. doctor. He, he's not no, as the doctor. I don't but know. Anyway. He didn't bother me. I thought he was funny. I liked him. Anyway, uh, so Coltrane, uh, you're not yes. in a rush to see it, but do you feel well, like you would see it in the theater, or you'll just kind of wait for some kind of digital platform or cable or something so that you can watch the short, short scenes in slow mo? No, I mean, I actually probably will go see it in the theater because it. I she was actually the character that seemed the most interesting. Uh, not not the least of which because she's hot and she wears like tight outfits and stuff. But she just I don't know. Harley Quinn is actually a character that I'm familiar with, and I don't know. Like I just find her interesting, so uh, I feel like she's someone that I would want to go see in the movie, and that could actually make it be an interesting movie. I mean, movie. if if you want to see her be cool, you're not going to be disappointed in this. Robin did a good job. Yeah, she she was good. By the way, I'll I'll admit something that I didn't realize. I did not realize that Harley Quinn was created for Batman the Animated Series. Yep. I just always mm-hmm. assumed it was By a Paul character Dini. that existed. Yeah, so I read a great story about how he, you know, invented her and all that and nobody expected it to become this runaway character right. that was only supposed to be in one episode apparently. So, uh yeah, Paul Dini had his hand in uh in a lot of stuff over there. On- it's because she's such a fast fascinating case because she's so real in terms of how like abuse can form your own little monster manipulative relationship where you stay even though it's so fucking dangerous and bad for you Mm -hmm. and you know she would also go through elaborate means to uh, make sure that the Joker also took a pie to the face. <laughs> <laughs> barely yeah, get that one I, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it's, it's, that's why I can never listen to Black Cats, because I always hear myself start to laugh when I'm like, I know I'm being very funny right now. <laughs> uh, anyway, it, we all yeah. give it a B, so Coltrane, when you get to see it, uh, let us know, and you can just grade the parts with Margot Robbie, and because I, 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 I feel actually, like you might give those an A+. Plus. Probably. And uh, I, I, I think they're actually- at least a C. Very nice, sir. Now, I am actually excited about the fact that she has been pushing so hard to get her own movie, like yeah. to get Harley Quinn her own movie, and that's actually more what I'm excited to see is like starting here. You know, this is this seems like a good place for her character to start. Yeah, you, but then like actually spinning off. Yeah, seeing this movie makes you want the Harley Quinn movie, and you'll you'll definitely you'll definitely be left wanting more. They just really, I'm just gonna say it right now. They really need to not fuck up that movie because it has all the potential to actually be really good i mean it's not you know it's still like in the the phase where they're still like thinking and trying to put it together they that can actually be a really good character that people are actually into that can actually have a good movie and i just hope they don't screw it up well don't let Zack snyder direct it and then you're already you know have the battle already <laughs> i like that joel kinnaman Drew from his experience as RoboCop. I was going to say, you mean, you, mean, you mean new RoboCop? <laughs> Which is a shame. That actually kind of bummed me out because Joel Kinnaman is, is a very talented actor and he's so good in the killing. And I like, as when you see somebody who you know what their potential is, and you're, I was so excited for him in this movie because I'm like, he's great. I want him to work more because he's so good. Yeah. That I was just like, I don't know. And he was like saying like how David Ayer would like direct him and like the performances he drew from him. And I'm like, he didn't, he didn't really get much from you, or or you guys didn't have a good working relationship, or you know what I mean. Like I don't know what it was, but he was just kind of just like, kind of southern accent. I don't know what that shit was all about. In this scene, you're going to tell them to stop. <laughs> Citizen deceased. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, that's uh, what everybody has probably tuned into the Black Cast for to hear what we have to say about Suicide Squad. But before we go, there is another story, a big story, one that we're going to need some extra help to tackle a story of this magnitude. To the fans and everybody, Gator Nation, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I promise you one thing, you have never seen any player in the entire country play as hard as I will play the rest of the season. You never see a team play harder than we will the rest of the season. God bless. Here's Tebow, going to run, jump pass, go to the end zone, and a touchdown! David Nelson caught the jump pass in the end zone! David Nelson scores! The Florida Gators have won another BCS National Championship, their second in the last three years. Oh, and by the way, one more thing. 
Let's do it again. <laughs> oh, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Tebow time, and there's only one person we can talk to about Tim Tebow other than Tim Tebow himself. Liev, welcome back to the Blackcast. I know this is a thrill for you. Wow, what an honor. You guys shouldn't have. Uh, I know we shouldn't have, uh, but uh, were you happy that I dug up your old production piece that you worked so hard on? Hard. That brought back some horrific memories. <laughs> hours and hours of, of times where I've wanted to shoot myself. Uh, we know the feeling, uh, hanging out in that studio. But, uh, you know, I found a version of it where you cleared your throat a couple times at the end. And I thought about it. I'm like, oh, I could go find another one where you don't clear your throat. And I'm like, no, yeah. this is really what the Tebow Time segment is all about. So, right. Right. Liev. Who's all there, by the way? Uh, it's it's the whole gang. It's myself, uh, Agent Starling, whom you know is Will, Captain EO, who, yeah. how, who you know is Jeff, and uh, Coltrane, who you know as uh, that guy who you say racist things to all the time. No way, he's here. Yeah, he's just happy to not see you. Uh, Ayo. I thought I thought it was getting darker earlier out. No see? kidding. See, oh, there, there you go. Well, what, what, you <laughs> go. You've, you've definitely gone full country. <laughs> uh, all right, Liev, important question. When yeah. you heard right. that Tim Tebow wants to start a baseball career, what was your first thought? Now, is that real? Because I still don't believe it. No, I'll tell you right now. There was a, in the New York Daily News today, a former, uh, no, a current trainer and former Yankee, this guy Chad Moeller, said right. that Tim Tebow's swing is, quote unquote, no joke. He wants to do this. Well, Listen. Yeah. Listen, Tebow could do anything. Anything. Um, I. Yeah, anything. He could be a politician. He could be a quarterback. He could be a baseball player. Anything he does, he's going to be the best at. He just needs somebody to give him a chance. So, if it was up to you, who would give him a chance? Your beloved Atlanta Braves, or would you want him to get a chance here in LA so you could go see every game? The Atlanta Braves would probably be the best bet. But yeah, I would love to see him. I understand the Angels were looking at him seriously. Seriously, exciting. Well, judging from the season that the Angels are having, you know, it 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 can't really get much worse. You know, the, and look, the Yankees are going to need a DH. They're uh, you know, A Rod's gone, so uh, they yeah. might as well have uh, T-Ball there. You know, um, no, I see the Angels picking him up. One because he's religious, and that's just obvious. And then two, uh, they'll get rid of Trout if they do that uh, because. They only need one big heavy hitter on the team, and that'll be Tebow. He's going to be way better than Trout on the on the on the bat. This is the kind of analysis that uh, we brought you on for, and it's it's really what we've missed. So accurate uh, and trustworthy. Accurate and trustworthy. Unbiased feelings when it yeah. comes to uh, Tim Tebow. Um, now you said that he could do anything. Uh, why does he not have a Super Bowl ring? Because the. Uh, NFL owners are Muslims and cocksuckers. That's we've a, discussed this before. We have. I don't know that we've discussed it exactly in those terms, but listen, I mean, I disagree listen, with the first part I'm of that, but the second part, I'm totally on board. Don't ask how I got it. But if you're going to ask me questions, make them ones that I haven't had to answer before. <laughs> you know that NFL owners are all jihadist fuck faces, and well, that's the only reason he's not in the NFL. Well, Otherwise, he would have been. You were talking, but I don't think you heard what Coltrane had to say. Go ahead, Ken. Tell yeah, him. I, I, di- I disagreed with the first part of what you said, but the second part I was totally on board with. So NFL owners are all cocksuckers. Damn well, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so, well, tell me, tell me, give me an owner who's not a Muslim. Robert uh, Kraft? That's, that's where I was going. the Patriots, right? Yes. yes. Where's Aaron Hernandez right now? Jail. <laughs> If he wasn't a Muslim, he would have let Aaron Hernandez go to jail because he's a talented Florida Gator who's a great tight end. <laughs> Is that what Tebow told him? Oh! Also, um, also, Kraft also, Mac and Cheese does a jihad on my colon every time I eat it. Is that the kind of uh, humor that you bring to uh, Graham in the morning as producer David? I don't know what you're talking about. Sorry. Is that the kind of stuff that you bring to Stagecoach? Also, stop tagging me and stuff. (laughs) You know, I I usually just tweet at you because I know you don't look at your Twitter. And I figure one day you're going to look in Twitter and you're like, oh, there's 170 mentions of me. (laughs) Don't worry, Christian. He just keeps deleting my comments where I call him gay. (laughs) But yeah, why do you friend so many people who listen to your show on Facebook? That's your personal Facebook page. I don't. 
I don't friend people. You just accept their requests. Oh yeah. Well, I'm a man of the people now. <laughs> you really are a man of the people, dude. Uh, and you have all a very... the saggy titties want them. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, but you really you have a full schedule. You're you know announcing at concerts, and we talked about this last time you were on, and you know uh, supermarket openings and stuff. Do you have how do you have enough time in the week to do all this shit? Uh. Man, I was about to make an inappropriate joke, but I'm glad you stopped me because I'm a gentleman now. I definitely um, didn't stop you. You're a coxman. Simply, simply a healthy diet and uh, maintaining my figure. Really, um, that's all it is. And by healthy and diet, you mean really going at it. Uh, healthy diet, you mean Taco Bell and Del Taco. You switch back and forth. <laughs> you might be referring to the old me, Christian. Somebody you know as Leah, but my name's David. David 105. <laughs> David 105. Uh, well, I, I didn't realize that you had been born again as David 105. Yeah. So, well, is that yeah. how many pounds Everybody overweight can. you are? I'm oh, uh, Jeff was just uh, being crude. He. Uh, I, didn't, I, didn't hear, I, I didn't hear Jeff. He's not being a good friend right now. I asked if that's how many inches your dick from. is. Speak with human words. <laughs> Oh, fun times! I didn't mean to say that. No, of course you did. Yeah, but that—that that was Liev coming through, That's not right. Dave one hundred and five <laughs> coming. <laughs> See, some things are always funny. Uh, but. You know, so now you got the the radio gig. You're back out at the beach. So we literally never see you anymore. That's what that really means. Well, that's because you guys don't come down. Also because I avoid you, but mainly because you guys don't come down. More important question, when's the next time you're leaving town so I can borrow Moo? Uh, the end of this month, I'm going to New York, and then two days after that, I'll be in Florida, and then a week after that, I'm going out of town again, and then a week after that, I'm going out of town again. So, so anytime you want. So basically, <laughs> Jeff gets Moo for like be a calling month. you coming out. <laughs> Jeff gets Moo for like a month is what you're saying? Dope. Yeah, pretty much, if you want them. Yeah, yeah, I saw on Facebook you made the big announcement that you'll be uh, back to visiting Florida, and I can only imagine how excited you are to be back in the greatest state in these United Nations. It really or is the states. most beautiful state in the country. Now, if they'd only get their act together and vote for Trump. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm not saying that David rapes gators, but I'm just saying that the incidents of gator rape go up every time he visits. Hey. Stop it. No, it's absolutely impossible to rape a gator. I know this for a fact. Even the children once. <laughs> and honestly, you wow. know, I'd say the majority of those gators, they were kind of asking for it. You know, slithering around, looking all sexy. Mm -hmm. You know? I yeah. mean, they're wearing full leather outfits. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the funniest thing you've ever said. Uh, Dave, Dave 105 <laughs> loved that one. Feel free to no, use that Liev on Graham in the morning. Yeah, no. See, Liev, you can't ever get rid of him entirely. You know, he's. he's... I got to I got to get control of that, Liev. Yeah. Well, we oh, we've yeah. we've been trying for years, and I think we just kind of gave up at some point. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Has anybody talked to Dennis Miller? By the way, I talk to him every once in a while. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, he. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm sure he misses you in the way where he doesn't tell me that he misses you. Yeah, how many times has he asked about me, by the way? Uh, he he does ask, like, how are the guys doing? He doesn't say, mm -hmm. you know, he doesn't say, how's how's Coltrane? How's Asian Starling? How's that fuck Liev? And he, of course, never asks, <laughs> never asks how Captain I, I, EO Actually, Liev doesn't even exist anymore. It's the next guy. What was his name? Captain EO. Yeah, well, he doesn't, I don't think he remembers that there was Captain EO. It, it, it's it's just an heartbreaking. Why would you say that to my face? Because I'm looking you in the eye. That's why I said it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys drinking up there, or are you guys all You know, sober? we usually do, but yeah, uh, not we're tonight. not today, because uh, Will is, uh, I don't know, Will, you're going through some kind of uh, extreme fitness I thing, I don't know right? why, that's, why, not really. Oh my I'm god, I thought you were going to say extreme divorce. I'm trying sorry, to be, go on. To wow! Be, uh, just trying what to be jerk. responsible. You're, you're, you're trying to um, motivate, report yourself? Yeah, that's, that's exactly fair. it. Wait, wait, why are you, uh, why are you getting in shape even further? I'm, not, I'm just trying to... I'm just trying to lean out a little. Bit. He's just trying, yeah, because you know how it's fast we said that he got so swole. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. <laughs> just trying to cut. No, they, are, they already did all the booking for Baywatch. You missed the boat there. Yeah, yeah I know. Oh man, that would have been a good opportunity for him, and you know, for both of you guys, just running along on the beach in uh, in Malibu. Yep. Well, I would have been the fat guy. 
<laughs> I'm just trying to get six pack by stagecoach, and I think it's going to happen. Um, <laughs> if Will has a six pack by stagecoach, I, I think he might have to go. You know, I think that's that's probably a fair assessment. Yeah, will you pay for my ticket, uh, David? One hundred five. Well. Well, is, are there any other further questions about Tebow, or are we do, did we move on from that topic? I, I think we moved on from it. I mean, you know, I just wanted to know how excited you were. Do you think were. he's lost his virginity yet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you said it like you knew. What can you tell us? Yeah, I, 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 could, I can't say anything further, but yeah. <laughs> Listen, being a big-time local celebrity in the market of Los Angeles and Orange County, I hear things. I'm sure you do. So, you know, sure, I'm only local market, but I'm a local market of millions. Would you say that you and Tim are Eskimo brothers? Mm, no, <laughs> I don't think so. Do I wish. Know, do you know what that means, Liev? Yes. Go yeah. ahead and tell us. I that no. <laughs> Did you know that <laughs> I'm Eskimo I'm brothers with Larry David? Um, that I don't know awesome. what Eskimo brothers means. It means you share an igloo. Yeah. Yes. Kind of. Yeah. Essentially. A warm, warm, moist igloo. A silk igloo, I believe, is the correct terminology. Velvety. Oh, velvety. Okay. Um, well, well, uh, David one hundred and five, uh, say hello to our old friend Liev. I know you hang out with him sometimes. And yeah. I, I look. It's great to have an excuse to talk to you, even though we don't run into you in this building anymore. Um, we all miss you. Not enough that we go out to Hermosa to visit, but we miss you like just enough that we think like, oh, we miss him. Hey, why don't you go out to Hermosa? Nah, it's too far. Uh, oh my God! You know what, Christian? I actually just thought of you a couple of days ago. Why is that? Because I found your little card with uh, the Felix announcement or something that you were going to cut off this, this foreskin. That it was not that kind oh, of party. The, the bris, <laughs> or maybe it was a Christmas card. That was private. Anyway, I don't remember. <laughs> maybe I had it was a, a Christmas card in the house, and I need something to kill it with. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, boom! And it got him. It got the little fucker, and I threw it away. Well, I threw Felix away, so you know we're we're even now. <laughs> no, you haven't. That's why I haven't seen you in a while. It's true. Hey, remember that time we had lunch uh, right around the corner from here at the Blue Dog, and uh, you know Felix was there, and you were just mesmerized by the fact that I was feeding him a bottle. You thought it was the funniest thing you'd ever seen. Yeah, it was weird, and we got wasted. I don't know how you drove home drunk with a baby in the back. No, I let Felix drive. I need to get one because cops will never pull you over. They'll be like, no, he has a kid in the back. Yeah, no, yeah. If, if he's not drinking and driving. If a, if a cop pulls me over, I just punch him in the leg so he starts crying, and then the cop's just like, all right, man, whatever. Just go ahead. Can't deal with it anymore? Like, okay, go along. Yeah, they just understand that, uh, oh, you know, your life's bad enough. Let me not make it worse. No, I love oh that God. little kid. Next Come on. Come on, Next he's cute. Time I knock up a chick, I won't have to run away. I'll need to keep one for the, for once. Um, I'm pretty sure you're still going to run away. <laughs> Speaking of knocking up a chick, you want to tell us any <laughs> anything new? Any new announcements? Any news? Fuck off. I, I don't know what that means. Anything that rhymes with shush motion? <laughs> uh, we're not we're not necessarily saying goodbyes. I'll talk to you all night if I have to. Oh my gosh, I got to do some work. But real quick before I leave, I do want to hear uh, TK. How are you? Now, see, I know that there's some kind of setup here, which is why I, I really have very, very limited interest in actually answering. Just give him a one-word answer. Good. Say he's good. I think he's gone. He's trying to think of a reason. No, he's he, gone. He literally hung oh, up. Oh, he, he hung up, right. See, if you don't hear the sound of the hang-up... It sort of loses something. Yeah, but that you were right that it was See, a I, that I was know. a setup. See, I know. I'm not. Come on. You know, just imagine how obnoxious it would be if we ended the black cast like that. 